a big topic. Welcome to the show, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Mad Max Radio, Live 265, IR Radio, Cleveland Zone. Big topic. Joining me here for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. You already know what it is. Big topic. Welcome to the show. How's it going? What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. How is your Monday night treating you? How's everything going so far? How's everything been? Oh, my goodness. My Monday night right now is a little hectic. Uh, I'm really pretty much getting ready for the OEAs right now. The OEA Awards this weekend. That's on Sunday. I'm in four categories, so I got four nominations right now. So I'm getting ready for a busy, busy week for real. And I'm getting ready to drop another project soon. So I'm getting ready to do a lot right now. That's a lot going on for real. It's a lot. I could tell. Too many shots. Hey. I need too many shots right now, for real, for real. As stressed as I'm in, I need to have too many shots on some serious shit. That's the crazy part about it, though. <laughs> See, it goes with the song right there. I like that song. You know, Humble Revenge EP. Why do you call it the Humble Revenge? I know your story already about things didn't work out with, with the label and just your whole life right. story. So why do you call it the Humble Revenge? Because I would be more, in my stance, cocky revenge. Because, because you're very confident and... I am grounded in who um, you are. Why humble? It's humble because I know if I, if I, hold on, give me one second. My mom is calling me right now. Mom, I'm, I'm doing a radio interview right now. I'm live right now doing a radio interview and I'm on live as well. Uh, yes, I did make it home. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Y'all know, y'all know my mom called. I got to answer y'all. Okay. I love you. Take your Instagram. Okay. Okay, my mom gonna definitely call me for sure. But I call the project Humble Revenge because the way I used to think about shit stuff, sorry, the way I used to think about things, I used to think to myself like I was wanting to get revenge on people. And the, the type of revenge that I wanted to get was not the best revenge to get. And I felt like, well, the most humble revenge I can give somebody is progressing in my life. You know what I'm saying? Seeing me go up. Because people doubt me a lot. I get doubted from every which way. I get doubted from family and old friends and people in the industry that I know personally. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like the most humble thing I can do for you is show you that I'm about to blow up in your face. That's the most humble revenge I can give you is watching me blow up. I like that. I like that mindset. I think it's important for the the attack that you're planning for moving forward within the industry. So you, you kind of admitted right there that you used to have that negative mindset and want to attack things differently. So when was it that you realized that you wanted to take the, the music route or just express it into your music instead of using that negative energy and channeling it elsewhere instead of your music, what was that change of mind that you had that I'm just going to blow up in your faces. I, I, if I take the energy that I'm feeling, put it into something positive. When did it change? I mean, when I realized I really had a moment like where I hit rock bottom and that was last year when I had a suicide attempt that could have been the last time I really could have been on this earth. And I would have been away from my daughter. And it was like the most selfish shit that I could do. You know what I'm saying? It was not thinking about my kid first. And I know I could have had other ways to go about it. And I was like, I'm just going to put my frustration and my anger and my pain and my hurt into my music where she don't even have to hear it. She don't have to be around it. And it ended up working out in the long run because when I get behind that microphone, it's it's a different type of feeling I get. It's like I'm releasing something to somebody that can't talk back to me. It's like, I don't want you to talk. I want you to just listen to me. And what better person can listen to the microphone if all I'm doing is talking directly to something that's talking to me and I'm talking to it. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it makes sense. 
It does. And I've heard you say that in other interviews, too, because it's therapeutic. You need someone to talk to you. It's not very everyone's going to understand you. always listen. Yeah. And not everyone's going to always understand exactly what you're going through. And I think that's why it's so important in the industry, because you mentioned a lot of people doubting you. Does it get to the point because you're going to blow up because you speak it into manifestation, you speak it into existence and you believe in yourself. And I can tell by your music, you're going places. You're very talented. You're lyrical. And you have a lot of anger, and we need that. And ang and anger sells. I do, I do, because I don't want to. I don't want to put my real anger on somebody, because I'm gonna really hurt somebody. You feel me? So I feel like, let me just tell you what I would do to you if you tried to fucking play. If you tried to freaking play with my top, let me just show you what I do. Let me show you how I'm not playing. Let me show you how angry I really get when I get behind. I put literally, I could put a week's worth of anger. And so one song, and I know what's a hit before it even drops. Because I know how much anger and emotion I put into it in the process of me making it. And most of the songs that I have right now recorded that I don't even have drop are all freestyles. And I wrote all of those songs in the midst of being upset. Like if I wasn't upset, like even in, even like my love songs, like I got love songs I haven't dropped yet. And you will be like, well, what made you drop that song? Or what made you, what made you say something like that? I'd be like, man, I just think about what I need. If I need love in my head, I'm going to think about what you want to hear when you need love. Like, it's a lot of ways that I try to play with my emotions now versus, you know what I'm saying, doing it out physically to somebody else, like hurting somebody or or saying the wrong stuff to the person. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot you can do with music. Music got a lot of ways to speak to a person. It does. It's always about a person's individual story, which is interesting because you bring up your daughter and your daughter listens to your music. What's her favorite song? by you it was doing my dance doing my dance because she knows she knows like skirt, skirt. like she knows the, all the whole like she i think now i think it probably be too many shots i think it'd be too many shots because it was doing my dance and then she became an active fool fan and she would do like a little belly up thing and everything but when i had came out with too many shots i was singing too many shots to her every night to see if it would put her to sleep because of how the the the, the beat is really much, uh like the, the melody of the beat is to where it almost it don't put you to sleep but if it's played at a, at a certain time it can't put you to sleep so once i was saying it to her so many times she just randomly one day was like hey top we need a record for the summer too many shots in me and i'm like what what then my daughter just say now she sings it. She'll just randomly start singing it. She'll, but she's still, she's gonna always be a doing my dance fan. But I think that, that that too many shots, that's the one I got her. Like when I'm in the car ready for her to go to bed, too many shots are getting played in the car for sure. That's the one right there. And and how's everything going as far as because I did hear about the incident last year and you brought it up at the beginning of the interview. So I think it's always important to speak on your mental health because a lot of people <laughs> go through issues in life. And, and how is that right now? Have you thought about speaking with someone on the side? If you want to get into that, if you're comfortable, but music is the, is the best way to get your emotions out there and people can relate to your story because they're going through their own struggles. But have you thought about seeing someone and, and talking to some people just to get your mental health right? Um, So I actually was in a psych ward. And I had a counselor and all that stuff. Honestly, truth be told to you, I don't like talking to people that have not been with, like, been through what I've been through. I feel like it's a waste of my time. Like, I don't care what a book taught you. I don't care what a doctor taught you. Like, that don't, it means nothing to me. Like, if you haven't been through what I've been through and actually accomplished something out of that and moved on from that and, and built it from that, I, there's no point of us talking because 
who are you to tell me how I should take my emotions if I say, you know what I'm saying, I got raped or I say I, I was around drugs or I was a victim of robbery. Like, who are you to tell me how to handle it if you haven't been through it? You know what I'm saying? And it's not to judge nobody's position as a psychiatrist or as a doctor who works people who have mental issues, but I'd rather talk to somebody who I know have been through something hard enough to understand where I'm coming from when my emotions hit the fan too high. You know what I'm saying? So now the way I try to cope with things, I'm real open and vocal about what I go through. You know what I'm saying? I've been like that though. Like I, I go live, I've been going live for a long, long time and I put people in my business. But it's because I know at times where I wanted somebody to be in my business and I asked for help to, to show me how to move and do things and I didn't have nobody, I would go on Instagram live and I talk to my live about it and I would get DMs about people who would go through the suicide and who went through the mental health problems and the depression. Like that shit be real. Like, Everybody in the world goes through that. And I went through a lot of things over the course of just this year from going viral until today that would trigger my mental health in different ways that I'm proud of that I haven't done anything to nobody. And I know how to control my anger and think before I decide to react to some shit because everything don't need a reaction from me. Every now and then I, I might spaz out, you know what I'm saying? But I never physically touch anybody. You know what I'm saying? I never really try to harm nobody because... I got better things I had to do in my life where I feel like I'm, I'm more than causing a problem that doesn't that doesn't need to be there. You feel me? So I feel like people just need somebody that went through what they went through. So I don't want to go to a physical therapy. I rather just, you know what I'm saying, talk to people that I can talk to somebody from fucking Africa who I've never heard and they'd be on my live and they'd tell me they went through what I went through. It's helped them. It it helped more than a psychiatrist that been in school for 10 years that can they can tell you if you see a trigger like this, this is how you react to it. No, if you've been through it and you've grown from it, then that's how you react to it. It's interesting that you mentioned it in, in that point. And I, I agree with your points and everything that you're saying, because a lot of times when you see even in sessions or just, I, don't, I know people who have gone to therapy and, and go to women just seeing on TV, a lot of times therapists, they just sit there. It, you might as well just say what you say into the microphone, because a lot of them just sit there and they really don't have any answers for you. And like right. you said, they'll tell you to process them in a certain way, but they don't understand exactly what you go through. They just take notes and sit there. So it's like, how they do you really help me? In the give you scientifically proven facts that might help your mind ease right. But you can't really tell somebody how to ease their soul. You know what I'm saying? You tell me how to ease my mind as part of my mental but it's growing within my soul and it's growing within my feelings and my heart more than you think it is. Like it'll fuck with you mentally and it'll bother and it'll mess up how you process things. But when stuff hits you to a certain way to your, to your soul, so where it almost feel like you're losing a gasp of air as if you taking your last breath on earth, that's when you know, like, all right, now you're going through something serious. Like now it's time to really sit down for a second and reach out to people that actually might have been through stuff. Like people who they have like the numbers you call, and those people, they have a whole, all these systems set up and these people that have all these jobs for you to talk to you and not one person on that job has ever been through anything in their whole entire life. And they on the line trying to tell you how to move forward from it. And it's just like, you can just hear that it's not pure because you have it. You don't hear real emotion behind it. You know, like people know my, my music is different based off how you really hear it. Like you can hear I really be angry as shit. Like I got one song where I'm crying in it and you can hear the pain in it. And I didn't even, I didn't even like the song and I don't even push the song, but that song I was my most vulnerable in because I'm crying in that song. And it was like, I had to release that pain because if I didn't, it was going to cloud all the other beautiful things that I had inside of me that I wanted to get out because I've got this goddamn shield of this pain that's covering up the flowers on the other end that's trying to get to the sunlight right now so it can keep it on growing. So I try to put a lot of my anger and my pain into my music for real. 
And I mentioned that at the beginning of the interview, just the emotions, the anger, and you just mentioned the crying. And I think it's important you show both sides, you know, because that's who you are as a person. You have a lot to to get off your chest, and, and that's so important. But with going viral, does it get to the point now? Because you've talked about a lot in your interviews, because now people know you're talented. You went viral for a reason. Now do you kind of look at it as, all right, let's put that to the side now. It's what I'm going to go viral for next or what I'm going to be known for next. You kind of get tired of being like, oh, man, you know, we keep talking about me going viral. What about my new song that I released? Do you kind of are you more forward thinking now as far as that? Um, Truth be told, to be honest with you. Yes. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm ready to put my new songs out for real. But I'll be out in public and people don't even know who I am because I look different than how I looked before. They're like, oh, I didn't know you had dreads on, but you look like this girl that I saw go viral. And I'm like, I am that girl that you saw that went viral. Like, I just know I look different, but I don't get mad about it because I like that they know me from that image. But now that I'm opening another door up to bring out another image of me, it's going to be like, once they tie everything together, it's going to be like putting the puzzle together. Like, once I, I didn't drop that side where they didn't see that version of me, and I'm about to drop another side where they see a little harder core side of me. Then I'm about to drop my love song. They're going to see the little girly side of me. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like they're getting to know my mixed personalities, but I don't have mixed personalities. But if I went to the doctor, they'd probably say I got mixed personalities. You never fucking know for real. Yeah, no, you never know. And thank you for clarifying that and, you know, feeling those is you're tired of hearing about it in a way. But 8 million, I think it was 8 million views, right? No, it's some shit going on. That's why I said I ain't too tired of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm not too tired of it because one video got 8 million, one video got 3 million. It's another one that got 5 million. It's another one that got like 3 million. I'm going viral on fucking Facebook, Twitter. I'm like, I didn't even realize how many people was posting it from so many platforms. I was like, my name gotta be like, literally in a, like the 25 30 million tags type shit like i'm on every platform for real like people got newsletters out on me i didn't even know about till i googled myself wow i was like oh no you doing your big one bookie i ain't even know i ain't even know and i'm happy that i'm out of this deal now so now it's just like now it's time to start a bidding war it's going right now i, I ain't gonna cap it's time to get it going i made the best man win because i know i'm looking like a product and I know they want to put this product on the shelf. So make sure y'all put the right gas behind the product because the product is ready with a plan. Oh, you're ready here. And that was going to bring me to, to one of the questions I want to ask you because things didn't go right with the past deal. And I heard all about it. There were things that you couldn't even speak about, which was crazy. And we, we know what was going on there. Does it kind of make you reluctant to sign a new deal? Or because you are, are you? Nope. Wow. I got a lawyer now. I got litigators now. So now that I can move, I'm actually happy that that deal fucked me over so soon and so early because I jumped right into it going viral, signing the deal, fucked over. Like literally the next day I signed it, like literally I went viral and signed the deal 24 hours within that span. Like it, within 24 hours, I went viral and signed the deal and all type of shit went left. Like it happened so early on though. So now I haven't even had a chance to really spread my wings. You know what I'm saying? So now... I had all that time to sit back and think about how I needed to slow down and stop trying to rush the process. So not, so to the point where I'm just like, all right, now, if I want a label, I can get a label. If I want to be independent, I can be independent. Because I just sat down and had to learn so much from just being fucked over once. They didn't give me knowledge for the rest of the year up until the next year and the next year. And I didn't 
looking to getting my own label started and I got my own label going now. So I like that I, I like that they fucked me over. So I thank y'all. If y'all listening right now, I'm happy that y'all gave me that horrible deal because y'all made me such a more dedicated, smart, and learning person. I, I, I didn't turn into a whole different person. Like my mindset now, I teach artists how not to go into situations like that. Like I help artists get entertainment lawyers. I help artists learn how to be independent because I don't want to, I couldn't do it. I can't believe it. They, they was trying to kill me and all type of stuff. It was stuff going on for real. Yeah. I, I did hear about the, just your whole story and different things that I watched and, and read online. Yeah. Humble revenge right there. I mean, you've taken that approach. Hey, Thank you. the most humble revenge <laughs> is about to be them seeing me blow up, wishing they wouldn't have gave me that horrible deal because we could have been rich together. We could have been wealthy together. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to have an honor to be standing beside y'all. And I'm going to wave right at them. How you doing? You remember you? Yeah. How you doing? And I'm going to keep it pushing. And that's going to be the most humble revenge I can do is smiling in my enemy's face, making them look stupid. I love it. Yeah, and, and you're going to prove all the doubters wrong. You've done it already. And it's only going to continue from here. When you sign this new deal, because it's going to happen, you got the bidding war here. You're, you're manifesting everything that you got. What, what's going to be kind of that message you kind of go with as far as like your first project or just first release when you sign that label? Is it going to kind of be that I told you so pretty much? What's going to be that message you're going to want to convey once you sign that next deal? I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready. I ain't going to lie. Like, I don't care about nothing besides getting in that studio. Like, I want to be able to really sit down in the studio with everything that I need that makes me happy. Close the door and let me and my engineer and my producer work and let us hook up in this bitch and just let us be. I'm going to have my refrigerator filled with all my favorite drinks and my snacks. I need one watch, one chain, one house, and you know what I'm saying? Enough to get my mama a crib in Vegas and I'm good to go, man. I don't, I don't be needing too much for real, for real. I know how to make shit happen. I got a marketing plan behind a whole lot of stuff right now. Like, I got my own TV show getting ready to come out. I got my own podcast going on. I'm trying to work on getting on the radio. I'm about to be in Tubi movies with Johnny Filmworks with HWIC. So I got stuff going on for real. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm the one-stop shop if they're really trying to get it done. For I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like investing in me is a good idea, truth, truth be told. So if you invest in me, I feel like it's a win-win because I'm a cool person to be around anyways. I'm an actual good person. I know the I'm new a master crazy, P. The person. <laughs> It's like the new Master P. It, it, it's just, I'm all, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a one-stop shop. I literally do it all. Yeah. I'm learning you, how to make beats and all types of. I learned how to DJ. Wow. No, that's that's you're gonna go far because it, it you it proves that you can adapt to any lane. The movie. What what kind of got you into the the movie aspect of things? Because at DJing, producing, that goes all hand in hand. We know that you've been taking things seriously over the two years now. But what what, what kind of sparked your interest to to get involved with movies? I like to act, and I'm a really outgoing, and I'm a very outgoing person. So the fact that I can just talk and adapt and be around anybody and create a mom and bring my energy around anybody. And I can really act like really fucking good. And I be loving these movies. I be like, man, I be wanting to do something like that. Like, it just look fun. Like, I, I don't I don't know. It's just something about being an actor. That, that shit just fire. I want to be on the TV in any which way possible. I like it. I like it. It's fire. I ain't gonna lie. I like it. Uh, what's a role that you see yourself in? If there's someone that we've seen in a big movie already, what's something that you would compare yourself as far as your personality goes to a movie that's already like out there? I feel like I would be one of the top actors in like a, a, a thriller 
or like a mystery or a horror movie. Oh, I'm like, a horror movie based guy. Based off my image, I see myself in a BET film for real, for real, because I think they got a lot of movies right now that involves a lot of like gang banging and bad people and and the courts and the cops. It's a, I like the cops and robbers shit. That shit's all over and everything for real. Look at my image. I got all these tattoos. I'm a gangster rapper. It's already gonna look good for the role. It just makes sense. And then my my sense of humor already put the icing on the cake. So why would you not want to put me in a movie? I can remember my lines. I can get it done. I just, it's, I think it's a win win. Johnny Silver is about to put me in a film. That's big. Congratulations on that. That's gonna Thank be. You. That's gonna be big time. I'm telling you. That's it's... gonna be fire. That's coming. He gonna he gonna get the project going next year. So I'm definitely I'm excited to talk about that. I ain't gonna lie. It's supposed to be like some whole role where it's gonna be lawyers involved, and the lawyers gonna be for uh they're gonna be law entertainment lawyers for rappers and stuff. So I'm gonna be one of the rappers in the scene. Ready to get a script. I'm ready to get it going. I'm ready. She's ready, and the reality show. What's going to be the reality show based off of? Because we've seen all these flavor of love shows, the Kardashians, and all this stuff. What's going to be your reality show? My reality show is for the love of big topic. Okay, I'm looking for, I'm looking for love, so it's going to kind of be like the flavor of love, right? But instead of giving out clocks, I'm gonna give out microphones. Oh, that's fire! It's be fire, and then the girls gonna be able. I'm gonna have a whole thing set up so. My whole entire promo team, I'm going to go on the tour with my promo team. And then the promo team is going to be with the girls as well. So we're going to be all in one big ass house. We're going to take all the girls. We're going to take 10 to 15 girls that want to fight for my love in the house. On top of the 10 to 15 women that's going to be on the promo team. And then when we go pack these shows out and go on the tour, it's going to be like 20 of us in there deep as fuck. And I'm putting it on OnlyFans so I can put whatever I want to put on there. It's a brilliant idea. It is. It's brilliant. A Sprinter van gonna cost like sixty five hundred if you get it off Facebook Marketplace. I can renovate it myself. It ain't nothing to do that. Take it right on the road. Get the cameras put up. I got my own production people coming up. Man, it's it's so cool. I like this industry stuff. It's fire. It's really fire for real. It is. But you're definitely ahead of the times here. We we t we talk about Elon Musk being a genius. I think he's stupid, but your way, I'm telling <laughs> you, people need to really be tapped into what you because you have all the marketing schemes down. You know the business side of it, and you know that the ideas are going to work. And that's pretty much everything that you've accomplished as far. You've spoken into an existence, and you, and you're willing it to happen. So this is going to happen. No, this is going to happen. Yeah, this I ain't gonna lie. This going to happen. This 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 is this is gonna happen. This is yeah. for sure gonna happen. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like this is something that I know. Like I have folders. Like I press my own merchandise and everything. Like I really be in here. I'm the definition of a motherfucking go getter for real. I don't know if I can cuss on your radio. Yeah, you should. Okay, I'm a definition of a goddamn go getter, man. I be in here making candles. I be in here pressing my own shirts. I be selling my own artwork. I really be in here getting to it. I give out probably 200 business cards a day. To promote myself. Like, I don't be playing about this. I'm really trying to get it for real because I'm not out here shaking my ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here flogging my titties talking about how I'm about to get a nigga money after he eat my pussy or something. Like, that don't be on me. I'll be on that street shit. I really came out the mud for real. I don't want to be out here. I don't want to have to shake my ass to get nothing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't went through shit already. I'm cool on that shit. If I start shaking my ass right now, they don't throw me in a category with every female in the industry that's shaking her ass right now. And they cool. They fired. It's just not me because the moment a dude try to pick on my top, he's seeing me shake my ass. I'm gonna want to slap him up. 
and I ain't no dude to be trying to say no nigga up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time for that. So I wear my sweatpants and my t-shirts, and I, that's 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 how I meet. Every six months or so, I pop out like a girl. But once I do it, you won't see it again for another six or seven months. I don't <laughs> be having time for that. I don't got time for it. Yeah, I agree. And that's what the industry's run on, the sexy reds, the ice spices. But we need more artists like you that are genuine and just, you know, not with the shenanigans because it's all about the clout and shaking your ass for TikTok. I talk about it all the time. So I like that you re relay on that basis. Yeah, and I don't got not time with it. for that. I don't, yeah. I don't be into that for real. Like, I feel like that makes them not even want to look you out of the room. Like, the moment you get tossed in a category with everybody else that already shake their ass and shit, that means you're never going to be able to be seen eye to eye to me. You're never going to look at me eye to eye because you're going to look at me body, then I. I don't want to know. Look at me eye, then body, nigga. Look at me in my face and tell me you hear my music for real. That's why I try. That's why it may come off that I come off like I'm a mean person, but I'm not. I just be dead ass serious because, bitch, you going to hear me before you see me. And then when you see me, you, go, you ain't going to be able to believe the person that you saw is the person that you hear rapping right now because you would expect me to be out here doing what most females out here doing to blow up in the industry and it's not me. I agree. You gonna take I mean, out how I am. Oh well. Exactly, and and keep striving with that too, because a lot of times people are like, "Oh, you got to do the industry stuff. That's what's selling." Forget them. <laughs> who, who's on your playlist as far as who's real and genuine? Who who are those artists that you kind of look up to, and who, who do you think are Rod getting that Wave. spotlight? Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Tusi. Low Baby. Like I listen to everybody. Like. I listen to Sexy Red probably every five days. Like, I love that song. It brings all the hoes out all the time. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. She brings the hoes out. Her music is fire. That's what I don't know nobody said. You know what I'm saying? I love it there. You know what I'm saying? It's fire and shit. A Sexy Red song, come on, and I'm your host in your party. That bitch getting turned the fuck up. You hear me? It's going to be lit. They going to shake their ass. You know what I'm saying? I have nothing against them shaking their ass. You want to shake your ass to Sexy Red song, I'm going to be right there gassing you up, trying to get you to throw it back on my lap. Don't worry about it. But... Rod Wade, see Lil Baby. I was able to perform on Summer Jam in Cleveland, Ohio at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And I was standing on stage with Tusi, And I'm looking at his crowd. Everybody had their motherfucking flash on. And I'm like, damn. That shit looked amazing. And I'm like, bruh, I wanted to cry for him. Because I'm like, damn, when my moment comes and I got a whole crowd Reciting all my words and my shit, everybody phone flashlight out, I'ma know I made it. Like going viral is, is just me getting my feet wet for real. Like I really got some songs that's gonna smoke their boots for real. Like I got songs that's gonna hit the billboard. As soon as I get that marketing money behind me, I got songs that's gonna smoke their boots so I don't have to drop shit probably every other year for real. I can really smoke their boots off like one, my one. My one mixtape I got right now that I didn't drop yet will smoke their boots right now if I had the marketing money behind it right now. That's the crazy part about it. I, I believe like, it. I'm trying to tell you, I got some stuff under my boot, man. I got some stuff <laughs> under my boot. And I and, and, and it's 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 in my boot so good, I don't even wear socks when I put my boots on. I'm trying to tell you, I got some shit in my boot, for real. Like, it's a snake in my boot, and I ain't talking about Toy Story. I'm talking, to talking about Toy Story. I'm, listen, I'm trying to tell you, I got some shit. They don't even know, man. I got too many types of genres, man. They keep comparing me to everybody, and I keep trying to tell them, like, y'all only comparing me because of what y'all hear off of one or two songs. When I really drop for real, they're going to be like, she's nothing like everybody else. I got my own label. I'm doing my own marketing and merchandise. I don't have no team. I don't have no manager. I don't have no label. I don't have no PR. I don't have nobody doing shit for me besides my DJ, and that's Party with Splash. That's the only person 
that has done anything that got me actually a next step up from anything music wise. Like I don't, I don't be, I don't have nobody. This shit be on some no no shit. I'm really smoking they boots right now. That's what's so crazy. But moment I get a team behind me, it's finito with everybody. I'm, I'm, it's over with. I'm going straight to the motherfucking top. It's over with. I'm gonna storm through that bitch like nobody's business. The offer is gonna be going up. They should take the offer now. I'm cool with like if anybody listening. I'm cool with like five hundred thousand. I'm cool. I ain't asking for too much because I know how to flip it. I know how to flip it. Just let me get 500000 I'm going to make sure you get your 500000 back in six months or less. That's a guarantee. And I have a whole marketing plan ready to send off to you so you can see how you're going to make it back. I'm different. I'm not your average artist. No, you definitely are. And just like Lloyd Banks said when he said it on Halloween Havoc, all you rest in peace when I release. That's your attitude too. No, because I don't be playing. I don't be playing. All I be needing is this. I'm from the hood, man. All I need is that bread behind me. I don't want to do what everybody else do to get the bread, man, because I don't yeah. want to go to jail. <laughs> if you pay attention, I don't rap about being behind bars because I ain't never been to jail. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want no PPPs. I don't want no EBAs, SBAs, ABCs. I don't want none of that shit. I'm trying to get it to where a point I know that once it touches my daughter's account, I don't have to worry about nothing bad coming behind it. I don't want to have to, I don't want to look over my shoulders about playing with nobody's money, nobody's social, nobody, none of that. I'm trying to get it off straight prayer, manifestation, and trust and faith in God. Every now and then I catch a couple bumps in a row and it, and it breaks me down to where I want to give up. But I know I'm destined for greatness. I'm not supposed to be in Cleveland, Ohio right now. I'm supposed to be somewhere on some acres right now. God just waiting on me to tell me I'm ready. I think I'm ready right now. You didn't feel like I'm ready, so I'm ready. You bring up an interesting point there because I went through something recently that because I've been trying to get my momentum going with you know, trying to make some moves myself. You mentioned like you get like these things that just you're trending in the right direction. You're working toward it, but you get this thing that you just don't even ask for. And it just brings you down. What do you think that causes that, in your opinion? What do you think causes those little those mishaps to just come and just bring you down? What do you think causes those? Bad energy. Mm. Bad energy. Bad energy causes that. Anytime I'm around bad energy, it fucks up all the positivity I have in my heart. For whatever reason, every time I feel like I'm getting closer to getting somewhere in life, like I knew I, I knew I was getting ready. To, I knew something big was gonna happen, but I didn't know it was gonna be me going viral. Like not even four days before I went viral, I was crying to a bunch of people in my apartment in East Cleveland. And I was like, I'm like, man, all I need is y'all to be by my side and support me and, and, and really genuinely be on my team so that we can make it to the next level of life. I'm like, I promise y'all, if y'all stick beside me, the moment that everything lines up right, I'm going to make sure everybody in that family cool. All y'all got to do is support me. They still turned around, stabbed me in the back, was fucking me over, all type of shit. And why the fuck four days later I went viral? On Instagram, viral, and Twitter. everybody was on my dick all over again. And yeah. I was like, oh, y'all wanted to see it for y'all to believe it. And then I started cutting everybody off. I just thought I stopped messing with a lot of people. And then once I stopped cutting, I started cutting everybody off. It was like, that's when like the more negative stuff came up. Like, oh, I'm being corny because I'm going viral. Oh, I'm I'm doing all that because I'm trying to be uh I'm trying to be a celebrity or I'm acting like I'm too good for you. Like, no, you're I'm too good for you. You know what I'm saying? My energy is too good for you. Like, I don't want to be around you because I know I got something. I tell people all the time now, 
I say, if God gave me a gift, why would I let somebody else open up my present? Why would I do that? If I if I go under the Christmas tree right now, it's a present with my name on it. Why would I hand it to somebody else to open it up for me? And that present was mine. If God, if that present under that tree came from God Himself, which was my talent that He gave me, why would I hand it to you to open it up with me when it had my name on? It? That's why I kept fucking up. I kept giving away my presents under the tree to everybody else to open them up for me, and that's what fucked me over in the long run. So now, when I see a present under the tree, it got my name on it. Don't touch my shit. Don't touch my shit. That's not yours. Your present is over there somewhere else. That's my present that he gave me with my name on it. Go open your present. It might got cold in it because you've been. Yeah, they got cold. You hear me? It might got cold in your present because you you've been acting like an asshole all year. And then my present got. <laughs> I don't be having time to get them off nobody else in that drama. That shit be too much for me. Yeah, it, it's definitely too much. And that's why you can't really focus on it. And I did want to talk to you just because you see yourself, you see the acres and just the, the big future that you have in your head and getting out of Cleveland. Why do you think it's so difficult still for artists to make it out of Cleveland? We get like the whole geographic and just the history of Cleveland. But when you have artists like Bone Thugs that came out of Cleveland, that really, you know, they're the face. So why is it still difficult for a place proven where legends have come out of to still find your own path? Um. Truth be told, my personal opinion, I feel like even though there has been so many legends that come out of the city, I stay in the city. I'm from Cleveland. It's padded on me. And I don't mean it to bring my city down, but my city does not have the best support behind them. We have few people in our city who genuinely care about artists like my DJ Splash or Andrew Lloyd and Dre today, like they had this thing called the Ohio Entertainment Awards. That's what I got nominated for awards for. You know what I'm saying? They had put artists in position numerous times to do stuff. You don't have many people like that. Like you got DJ Easy Banks. He he breaks artists. You know what I'm saying? I got uh, two or three producers that I really work with. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't want to give the next person the opportunity unless they can say that they helped you get that opportunity. So if they can't say that they did it for you, they won't do it at all. You know what I'm saying? And then people don't want to see you go past them when they have been doing more to get past the next person. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's almost as if the city is full of vultures and everybody is just trying to pick and bite off each other instead of coming as a whole. And we take over for real because Cleveland has so much talent. It's crazy. Like, it's so many females out in the city right now. Like, it's this girl named Coffee Show. It's Meat and Gold, Leggings, Thick Baby. It's females that don't have to shake their ass. Like, it's a lot. Like, it's a female named Tusi. It's, it's, it's so many artists out here in the city right now. Like, we got so much talent. And I feel like if we all came together as a whole, like, that's where I feel like I come in at with my label. Like, my label is going to offer all types of artists from all over the world opportunities without even taking any of their royalties or any of their money. I just want to be able to say that I was the person that gave them an opportunity without trying to take from them. You know what I'm saying? I just gave the opportunity because even though you're not going to get shit for free, Sometimes you need a little push. Sometimes you need a little help. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind asking for help. But at some point in time, you don't want to ask certain people for help because they'll throw it in your face and make and they'll make you look like a clown. And then that's when you go to say, oh, I want to isolate myself. I don't want to be around people no more. If you have somebody that been through what you've been through, which is what it made sense for me to do something that involves artist development and labels and shit because I've been crossed over with a label before and the deal that I got was such a bad deal that it made me learn 20 to 30 other things about music 
because I didn't understand the production deal that I was in was taking some of everything that I had. So where I was walking away with 30% and they was walking away with 70. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so hurt. I couldn't do shit but go to the library and open up books and get me a lawyer and pay 10 grand for a litigator to get me out the deal and understand and read through these contracts now and process what I'm signing myself up for because being in the music industry is something that really takes your life to a whole different level. And I'm not even fully in it yet. But I've experienced so much with it based off one deal. That's why I'm thankful. People are saying it sounds crazy, but I'm thankful that I got fucked over. Because I wouldn't know a whole lot of shit. Like, I didn't even know that when you send your songs to certain labels, you should probably send your shit in a goddamn encrypted goddamn email so they can't steal your shit or something. I didn't even know that until I read that shit up on the goddamn book from the library. Wow. I didn't know about protecting your music. I didn't know about getting hard drives and shit until I met my producer, DJ Rod Productions, that told me, like, go buy you a hard drive and put your songs and your stems on your hard drive. Now, when I go to the studio, record my song, take it off your computer, erase it out your trash can files. If I, you're not my producer and you're not my engineer, you won't have my nothing on your computer. You know what I'm saying? It's so much stuff that artists don't know that you can learn because nobody is showing them that shit unless they're trying to scam and get over on that and they don't stay still end up giving them the right information. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to you gotta work with people who you really truly believe in. And I believe in people who have the same type of mindset as me. Because I didn't have nobody to believe in me. And I know I'm a goddamn star. That's for sure. And where do you see these acres at? Because you're manifesting. You see it. Where, where, where's the acres at? Where, where is I want to? two different types of acres. Like, I'm a nature person. So I want to be somewhere out in the woods. It's probably going to cost me like $2 million to build it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to get a big-ass fence up so I can just enjoy the nature with my kid. You know what I'm saying? My kid love bugs and stuff. I love bugs and stuff. I be showing her because I don't want her to be scared of them. So I'm saying? So I want to I wanna get her to explore and stuff. So I know for sure I got to be somewhere out of nature. My mom want to move to Vegas, and I want to get a house out of Texas. You know what I'm saying? Texas is hot. The food is fire. The artist is fire. I said I wanted to go to Georgia, but... I don't know. I, I said I would stay in Ohio, but I don't like the snow. I don't want to be in the snow. I don't. I never like the snow. Yeah, cold weather you can keep it. I'm not a cold weather person either. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't like. I, don't, I can't deal with the cold. Yeah, forget about that. I think Texas is perfect for you. Vegas isn't a bad spot either. That's where your mom wants to be. Yeah, I, I see you really making a move here in the future because you have it already set in stone. I think it's just the next step of stone for you. Uh -huh. You know, with signing the deal and getting yourself right and, and the music scene right there. Definitely. And then you're going to make the move. So the next what is step your next move? is one of these investors that's listening to us right now is willing to give me a check for about 500000 in a marketing plan. That's the next step. The next step is showing you all that I'm marketable. And that's coming soon. 2023. What did this year teach you? And what's the mission statement going into 2024? 2023 taught me to be patient mm. It's teaching me patience more than anything else right now, because woo, people been testing me. I've been getting tested in every which way I can possibly think of family, friends, relationships, jobs, my music, my personal, like I'm getting hit every which way. And I be wanting to slap the fucking fire out of somebody. Like I be wanting to really just go crazy. And I be like, bro, you gotta chill because the moment it ever happens where my life is in danger 
or I get put behind bars, that means my career is, it gets chopped. Like the money that I would get offered for anything is going to get cut because I'm going to, now I'm a liability. I'm instant. Well, the moment I give off the, the normal, the normal rapper lifestyle, Game banging. I'm not in no games. I'm I'm not associated with no type of game banging. I've never been arrested for no motherfucking felonies. I've never, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm proud to say that. What I will tell you, I will up my shit if I need to. And I have the right to do that. If I feel like my life is in danger, I'm sure going to up that blick. This ain't nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have to go to jail for shit because I learned how to keep my patience to a level to where I don't have to do shit. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep my cool with certain shit. So I try to work on my patience more and more every day. But the biggest thing that I learned was to be patient and keep faith. But walking into 2024, I'm coming for everything. I ain't gonna lie to you. 2024, I'm coming, I'm coming in there on straight dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming here, big dog, big crown. I'm in my birthday is the first week of January. My birthday is on January 7th. So I gotta bring the year in big. Yeah. Start off the year right. I gotta bring the year in big. The, the, the 2024 is like, that's the year of business, like straight business. Like I'm out to read getting into my YouTube bag way more. I'm about to be getting into my Twitch bag way more. That's when I really want to move. You know what I'm saying? That's when life's going to flip. And even if I don't sign a deal by then, I'm a, I'm on a platform right now where I'm about to drop music on. I'm on a platform called Even. And I'm about to drop on there. And if I drop on there, it's really going to be over with. I'm really going to be, you know what I'm saying? Up there, up there, up there. You know what I'm saying? Because I have genuine support from all over the globe. Like, People try to be like, oh, well, how you ain't signed yet? I was in a deal for a long time. So it made my buzz go down. I couldn't drop music how I wanted to, and I couldn't sign up contract. But that was me rushing and not being patient because I signed the deal. First first knock at the door, I signed the first deal. I ain't even no thought, no time, no lawyer. I just, boom, pen and paper, signed it. I didn't think nothing about it, didn't understand it or nothing. But now that I knew how much it stopped for me, so where I had to turn down deals, all right, now you need to be patient. Calm down a little bit. Do a little research. Don't be so quick to just sign your name on something because whether you believe it or not, even if it's not my social, my name itself holds a lot of, a lot of weight. So I had to be careful with that and take my time with that. So 2024, patience, money, and business for sure. There you have it. Big topic. What else would you like to let your fans know that we didn't talk about her tonight that you want to mention and you want to get off your chest? Um... I love y'all. I really, really, truly, truly love y'all. I thank y'all for supporting me, man. I know a lot of y'all want to see me blow up yesterday. Y'all wanted to see me blow up last year. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to be patient. Y'all know the topics. We always going to be the biggest topic. Y'all already know what the fuck is going on already, man. Make sure y'all tap into my Instagram, my YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe to my YouTube channel, man. I do a lot of stuff, man. I need y'all to pay attention to me. If y'all my real true supporters, y'all know I do giveaways. I look out for people all the time. Y'all know I give back. Y'all know I'm not the person that they they can see that I am. I know I look a little crazy on my video, but that's because I be dead ass serious. You know what I'm saying? I be dead ass serious, but keep supporting me. Keep showing me love. And I know y'all going to see me on y'all TVs. Y'all going to hear me on the radio so, so much more. And I really want to say I appreciate you, Max. Oh, of I course. Really do. I, I thank you so much for this opportunity. This is really, really big for me. I thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course. Anytime. And I can't name another artist that's gone viral on both Instagram and Twitter at like the same time. That's and Facebook. I'm and Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. only a matter of time. How that happened. Yeah. That's, that's a major accomplishment. 
Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. And, and keep being who you are and releasing the music that you want to release because you're, you're doing your thing. Demon time. That's the one hey, right there. Hey, hey, hey. I can't wait for y'all to hear this new music, man. I'm dropping this month, man. I'm dropping this month. It's over with. I'm going to let everybody, I see everybody trying to get their little drops out. Go ahead, get them out. Throw them out there. Go ahead, throw them out there. I'm going to support them. I'm going to download them. I'm going to play them. I'm going to listen to them. But when I drop mine, and I drop these visuals with this tape, do not say, I did not say I was going to be on that shit. I'm trying to tell you. They going to click. It's going to be drill. R&B. Drill. R&B. going to be like, damn, this bitch switch it up. This sound like 20 different people on this motherfucker. I love it. I can't wait for y'all to hear the new music. I cannot wait. I'm going to send you some too so you can hear that shit too. I'm going to send it to you that. later on tonight. For sure, you got to hear it. Oh, I got to hear it. I'm going to let you know what I think about it. I know it's going to be fire just based off of everything that I've listened to already. It's going to be big. Take care, all right, Big Topic. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll be back next time. Thank you to Al Nice for setting this up, and shout out to Party with Splash as well, the DJ, and we'll be back again soon. Have a great night, everyone.